Good afternoon. My name is Liz Wessel. Today I am with a colleague and a friend, Natalia. Good afternoon. My name is Natalia Colonzo, and I'm here with Liz Wessel, who has been a cherished friend and colleague for many, many years, and I'm honored to be able to have a conversation today. Thank you so much, Natalia, for being here with me today. And I know it's been a while that we've been trying to schedule this and how busy life is and how busy your job is. So I really appreciate this opportunity to be together and, and for you carving out this time. And so I just wanted to begin with this opportunity for you to share your story. And I know that you are a nurse by trade, and I was wondering if you could share a little bit what attracted you to nursing or inspired you to become a nurse. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of my current state in my life has a lot to do with my children and being a young mother. I actually became pregnant at a young age at around 16 years old, and I had my son at 17. and that journey was obviously difficult and I was kind of alone when I had him. Certain circumstances within my family dynamic where I had distanced myself and put myself in a position where I was not with them at that current time. And so having said that, being in the hospital, I received care from a nurse in labor and delivery who saw that I was having a difficult time being alone there, being so young. And that nurse had actually gotten me through as was my partner <laughs> during that time. And so she helped me deliver. She was there to talk to me. She was able to give me a lot of empathy and discussion and a lot of uplifting conversations during that time when I think I needed it the most. And after that experience of having a nurse take such good care of me, I walked out of that experience wanting to do that in return and being able to change lives of people. Because I think what we don't realize from a day-to-day -day standpoint is the impact we have on those little conversations <laughs> that you have with people that can literally change others' lives. And that's what that nurse did for me that day. And it literally changed the course of my life. So. Wow, what an incredible story. And how beautiful, Natalia. Sometimes I think our deepest woundings become our greatest strength. Well, and now you have been a long time caregiver here at Providence, and we are so blessed to have you. And I feel we probably worked together for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've seen you grow up. Yeah. <laughs> and so. it's been wonderful just mm -hmm. to see all the progress mm -hmm. and the changes and the growth in, in those 20 years. And so I would love it if you want to just share a little bit about your journey of Providence and, and what that has looked like for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to say ditto, Liz. I think that I absolutely agree. You've seen me grow up and I've been able to 
have this journey and share it with you. So I'm very grateful to, to be your friend during this time. <laughs> so my nursing journey and my Providence journey is very intertwined. My sister actually worked for St. Joseph Home Health Agency before I did. And she was the one who introduced me to my first job here at St. Joseph Home Health Agency. I literally only just had a part-time per diem position as a staffing coordinator, only working on the weekends. And that was a little after I had reconciled with my family and gone back home and after I had my son. With my experience at St. Joseph Hospital, it made me want to work for St. Joseph. I saw this opportunity that my sister was able to present to me, though I was a, um, a staffing coordinator or scheduler just on Saturdays and Sundays and holidays. And in the meantime, I was going to college. I started with the ministry at the age of 18, like right when I turned 18 years old. So I did work two other jobs outside of the ministry. And then also I went to school full time. I did that for many years working here at St. Joseph Home Health. And then I eventually transitioned to full-time work as a staffing coordinator or scheduler for our nursing team one. I think you remember Gloria. Oh, yes. I had worked with her a lot, helping her team as a part-time person. And she had recruited me and gave me this opportunity to transition full-time, which gave me so much experience working as a scheduler for a nursing team. I developed a lot of great relationships with the nurses out in the field, which I actually still hold a lot of those relationships today for those nurses who are both still working for Providence and also those that have retired since then. And then afterwards, I transferred to the rehab team where I helped schedule therapists out in the field. I also worked with our coastal group when coastal was part of our agency at that point in time and just worked with a lot of different people. And again, going into a different modality or disciplines, I developed a lot of great relationships with physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech therapists, social workers, home health aides that really changed my life. Like being able to learn clinically from them, being able to learn life lessons from them. And I feel like every position that I've had has helped me grow and learn and develop and become a better person. And I feel like my learning hasn't stopped all these years. So very, very grateful for those experiences. So I've always worked like multiple jobs. So even though I was working full time for St. Joseph, I had like two other external jobs because I was a single mom trying to pay all the bills. But I had actually um, stopped that when I became pregnant with my daughter because I was blessed that the ministry put me through nursing school and everyone was so supportive and was really able to get me through that journey. So I had gotten my LVN nursing license, and then transitioned into our authorization nurse role, which helped me learn more about the insurance world, and also allowed me to access my 
my clinical critical thinking skills and engage in that. And I was lucky enough to be able to work even closer with our field clinicians, our clinical management team, you know, our directors. You is like we work very closely together on a lot yes. of patient cases. We were able to help a lot of complex patients and help them through, you know, their tough times. That was actually a real blessing to be able to contribute to that. And that allowed me to focus on just one career. And ever since then, I've been a St. Joe's Providence person through and through. Like, I honestly feel like this is where I want to be for the rest of my life within this ministry. I believe about three and a half, four years ago, I transitioned into a management role as my current role, patient access manager, I had applied for the position. And one of the reasons I applied for the position is I was seeing a lot of turbulence in my department and with my coworkers. And I had felt the need to help them. And I felt that by rising to, you know, this position and this occasion, I would be able to be in a position where I could help more people. And so that's kind of in a nutshell, my, my Providence journey. <laughs> I think I certainly have witnessed that. And one thing I would like to mention is that you are the recipient for a Values in Action Award for 2021. And every year you get such beautiful nominations and truly could be a recipient every year. One of the things that really stands out for me is the wonderful things that your coworkers and your team members have been able to share about you. And in my own experience is that many times, because I was too uh, being a nurse in a clinical role, as you say, working together, and I'd have a really complex patient or a situation that could be really problematic, even up to most recently, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I can always go to you, Natalia, and I feel like you're a lifeline, you know, and I love that you think outside the box, you think creatively, you always are looking for a solution and you're able to find that. And so I think rules are important and all of that, but sometimes it's having that critical thinking or that judgment to know when you can flex a little bit because the patient is going to get their needs met and we still follow the rules in a way that we are flexible to not say, oh, no, we don't do that. It's OK, let's figure out a way we can do that. And I, I really love that about you. And one of your team members says that you encounter with positivity, kind affirmations and a supportive attitude of how can I help? Um, you advocate for the needs of our most vulnerable patients, and I've surely seen that. Natalia has helped me achieve confidence in my work with her knowledge and guidance. It's a privilege to work alongside a talented and caring, smart co-worker such as Natalia. 
Natalia has great empathy and caring towards her coworkers and the entire team. She shines through her ability to listen with her full presence in a way that creates sacred encounters. Natalia is active in helping to build team cohesiveness through team celebrations, quietly supporting and organizing team events, uh, and is there to help every step of the way. Willing and eager to go the extra mile to do the right thing, authentically compassionate, thoughtful, and considerate of her fellow caregivers, a truly dedicated individual, her commitment to supporting our organization on a ceaseless pursuit to get the job done. And those are just a few of the beautiful comments that your coworkers had to share. How does that make you feel or how is it to receive such appreciation and, and acknowledgement? You know, to be honest with you, I'm super blessed and I'm super honored to to be recognized in that way. I feel that I'm just touched and blessed to be able to work with such amazing people and to know that I've been able to help others in that manner and that I've made a difference is significant. One thing that I try to teach my children is that we're important, like yourself is important. We have to have self-love, we have to have self-care, but also to, to live for something greater and that impact that you might have and the kindness that you might have on others. So it's good to know that my efforts is reaching people. So it makes me feel grateful to be surrounded by such good people. Very grateful. And I think you have done a beautiful job. And one thing that I really am impressed when I hear your story is how you really, at a very young age, had some huge challenges, adversity, and you found the strength to overcome those things and work very hard to continue a journey and, and be able to support your children and all. And I just am wondering what gives you strength and what helped you get through that time when you felt so alone and didn't have your family there to support you? To be honest, I think the lowest point of my life in like my entire life is when I found God. Um, I come from a very religious family, like very strict religious family and upbringing. And just to be transparent and share throughout my childhood and my life, I've always pushed back. I was always kind of like the rebel person. And that's how I came across and found myself in the challenges that I faced early on. But I think God knew where I was going and what I needed to do. And so in my lowest point, what gave me strength and what changed the tide to where I could have ended up and a, a different kind of path I could have taken was God. And I truly found my faith and my spirit when I hit the lowest point in my life. And to be honest, also my son, my son was probably second to God was the, the highest inspiration and drive and power in my life for me to change my trajectory, to change who I was, to change my life completely. 
and get through whatever it was that I need to get through and then also create real goals for myself. Now I have a little tiny person to take care of and my son was born premature. He was born almost three months premature. So he was in the NICU for almost a month. And so that truly was the lowest point in my life because I thought I was going to lose him. They didn't know if he was going to make it. And being blessed by his presence, being blessed by his spirit and clinging on to that is what got me through and give me the drive of what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Wow. That is something that I can really relate to when I became a mother, you know, having that awe inspiring responsibility of being a parent is a bit terrifying (laughs) as well as wonderful right and i think it does really change us it changes the whole perspective from at least for me on myself to caring you know for this life that that you're suddenly responsible for Mm -hmm. so thank you for that thank you And I was just wondering, you know, we have been going through such a difficult time uh, with COVID this last year and a half, and uh, we're not through that yet. What is giving you the strength and the fortitude to continue forward with the intensity of the challenges that we're all experiencing now? And you mentioned the importance of self-care. So just wondering, you know, what are you doing to help stay grounded and to practice good self-care? So just to answer like your first part of the question. So I think what drives me during this hard time during the pandemic and COVID, see the difference that we can make as, you know, healthcare caregivers to, you know, the community and our patients. And so to see the suffering and then also see the light at the end of that and then see the difference that we make in the lives of the people that we we care for is what drives me to work harder, to do more and to push our drive and also to help our ministry move forward. So that's what pushes me during the pandemic. As far as self-care and being grounded, that's a journey that I continue to to make for myself. I would say last year, I think my answer would have been different. Like last year, my answer would have been, oh, no, I'm not doing any self-care. <laughs> but throughout this year, I've recognized how important it is to be able to love yourself and care for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you can't help others if you're not okay, right? And so some of the things that I've taken and that I've realized is how much I love to spend time with my family, to see my children go, how fast every day is going. And so some of the things that I do is that I love to spend time with my kids and to be involved in their interests. And sometimes it's just to talk to them, right, about whatever it is that might be going on. We love to watch Netflix together as a family and do the the whole binge watching thing. And um, just to spend time with my children and realize that 
like, oh my gosh, I'm responsible for so many little lives. <laughs> my son's 19 now, so it's he's not wow. so little. But to be responsible for so many people kind of humbles me. And so that that helps to ground me to say, like, really have to take time out to be with my family. And then as far as like self-care, I've really found being able to just stop and think through and develop my prayers and my faith and take time to really care for my mental, my emotional and my physical well-being is something that I've really taken this year to focus on. Because at the end of the day, like I said, like I really have to take care of myself if I want to be able to help others. Right. Otherwise we get so empty and then Mm -hmm. it's impossible. I would like to ask you this additional question, and that Mm -hmm. is, what is your philosophy in life? Uh, You've shared a lot of wonderful wisdom and things that you have learned along the way. But if there was just a sentence or a thought that you would sum up how you approach life, what might that be? That's a great question. I think the first thing that comes to mind and the biggest thing that comes to mind is let's walk through this together. That's kind of like my philosophy in like all aspects of my life and whether it be work or whether it be at home. One of the really amazing things that Providence has given me is TPI and head coach. My outlook on life was just so beautiful after that because anything, any hardship, any challenge, especially from a manager's perspective, we have to walk together, right? And so I took away like all of those concepts. And then that's kind of like my motto in my life now is that, you know, it's not you, and it's not me, and it's not me against you or you against me. We don't have to agree on everything. And it's actually better that we don't agree on everything because you can make so much more when you have different opinions and different ideas, right? And so let's walk this journey together. And that could be if I have caregivers that report to me that are facing challenges, let's walk this together. Let me understand your process. Let me understand the the trials and tribulations that you go through each day, the communication problems that you go through each day. And let me help walk this journey with you to find resolution and goals and outcomes, whether that be reaching out to interdepartmental leadership and interdepartmental co-workers to say, oh, hey, you know, we're running into this challenge. How can we all get together and find solutions to that, right? Or whether it be with my kids, to be honest with you, I stopped talking to them in a manner where I'm talking like as if I'm superior to them. It's more of like, how can I help you walk this journey with you to show you that like, I really do understand what you're going through. I really do understand what you're saying. And I really do hear you when you're talking to me. So let's walk whatever trials and tribulations that you have together. Just to share, my son goes through some emotional and mental health issues. And so to tackle that with him as a partner, as opposed to somebody just telling him like, you need to snap out of this or et cetera, et cetera. 
but just to be there with him and walk that journey with him and to show him he has a partner in life, no matter what, has really helped him through it. And I can't say that I've solved any of his problems, but at least he doesn't feel alone. And so I think that that's my motto, no matter what situation I'm in, is just to let the other person know that they're not alone and that they have somebody there at all times that's uh, willing to walk their path and walk their journey with them. Even if we don't understand each other, it, at least I'm here and you know we can get through this together. Wow, I love that. What a beautiful philosophy. I really love that you're walking alongside your son and helping him to feel that he's not alone and you're there to support and guide and together, you're in it together. Mm -hmm. And when I think of leadership and working with teams, I feel we're all in this together and we are a lot stronger because we're in it together. So I love your philosophy on, you know, it's not us against them. It's, it's a we, how can we work through this? So really mm -hmm. beautiful. Something that I also learned from one of the leaders, like a direct quote is, we all wear the same jersey, right? Uh, and so it seems like a simple statement, but I took that very seriously because at the end of the day like we do all wear the same jersey because at the end of the day we want what's best right and so i think i really took that to heart so that's one of the the mottos that i kind of adopted as well yeah well that's that's a great analogy and i, I love that vision of you know we're all on the same team is there anything else you would like to share that maybe we haven't touched on today or anything else that comes to mind for you? I just want to put out there how grateful I am uh, for Providence's leadership, especially current times. I just feel like we're in such a beautiful place. Where we want to be is going to such a beautiful place, right? Especially from a leadership standpoint and the messages that we're sending to each other is to how can we ease your way? And that's of course our patients, of course our community, but how can we ease our way of our caregivers? And the focus that has been put on that is like very near and dear to my heart because that's what like I love, right? Is that how can we ease everybody's way. And again, yes, we want to ease our patients way. Yes, we want to ease our communities way. But at the same time, we want to make sure that we're taking care of our caregivers who are caring for our community, right? Which is so important. I appreciate so much that you shared that. And I, I think the leadership is leading with love. And that is a beautiful place to lead from. And that's one thing I don't think you mentioned, how you are really not only making a difference in the lives of the patients in our community, you're really making a difference in the lives of, of your coworkers. And Thank you, Liz. So you've been a great inspiration. Well, thank you so much, Natalia. It's been a joy having this time with you. And I am just so grateful you're a humble leader and you lead with love and 
I appreciate your willingness to share your heart and your journey and be with us today. Thank you, Liz. I just want to say thank you because I just want to share with you, you are one of my role models and one of my heroes. So I just want to thank you for always being there for me. Uh, thank you so much.